Good morning. It's uh, Wednesday, June 2nd, 2021. Wednesday, June 2nd, 2021. Uh, PVTV, Political Views, TV, Podcast. Hump day, if you wish, if uh, if you're one of those people that works Monday through Friday. Uh, I guess it wouldn't be a hump day since Monday was a holiday. Uh, we have hump midnight tonight, I suppose, then. Um, uh, Political Views TV podcast, that's what you Google to find me. Man, I appreciate you coming, I, as I do every day. I, it's really nice of you. Um, uh, tell your friends to Google Political Views TV podcast. I'll show up right at the top of the search, and I truly appreciate you. Bring someone with you today or tomorrow. Say, hey, check this guy out. The FBI doesn't like him, uh, as you know. <laughs> Uh, and you can tweet me questions or insights or fight with me uh, at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S, Cyberclops, like a cross between Cyclops, my favorite Marvel character, and Cyber, Cyberclops. Ah, there we go, as Biden, excuse me, as Biden continues uh, talks with Senate GOP's lead negotiator yesterday uh, for infrastructure, uh, progressive Democrats in Congress said to stop wasting precious time. <laughs> and they're right. Uh, it's obvious the GOP wants to uh, starve the U.S. under Biden. This is this is what they do. They make it as difficult as possible under a Democratic president so they can point to it and say, see, you have to stop electing them. Nothing ever gets done <laughs> when they're causing the problem. Uh, last week, a group of Republican senators unveiled the outline of an infrastructure proposal that called for just $257 billion in new spending over eight years, which if you think about it is, is like equivalent to the lint in, uh, in my change pocket and a far cry from the $1.7 trillion uh, in above baseline spending Biden offered as a compromise pr- proposal. I, and by the way, Republicans flatly rejected uh, that offer as excesses, even though the president lopped like $500 billion off the first American jobs plan. I mean, it was, remember, it was, what was it, 2 point, 2 point something trillion, 2.3 trillion, was it? 2.2? I forget. Anyway, uh, Representative uh, Pramila Jayapal uh, from Washington Uh, Chair of the Congressional Progressive Caucus said uh, late yesterday, it's time to go big, bold, and fast on an infrastructure plan that repairs bridges and roads, but also guarantees paid leave and child care. The GOP isn't going to meet us halfway. It's time to go alone and get it done. Even some centrists have grown increasingly frustrated in recent weeks, you know, as Biden talks with the GOP, have predictably moved towards less spending, as Republican negotiators attempt to strip out key uh, climate proposals and other measures they consider extraneous, including elder care. Oh, those old people don't need to be taken care of. Let them fend for themselves. Uh, If you remember the Republican game plan that we've discussed numerous times, they stretch out negotiations for months uh, and ask for all sorts of stuff. And when they get it, and the package is ready, they all vote against it anyway. The whole thing is a delay tactic to to tank the presidency. This is what the president needs to do. And you should should suggest this to your Democratic congressmen and and your senators. Go ahead and give them a call. You know, it it takes five minutes to call them. This is what what he should do. He should um, have two competing bills. One with the original, what was it, 2.2? 
2 trillion, 2.4 trillion, whatever it was, and one with the 1.9 trillion. Start the reconciliation process with the 2.4 trillion or whatever it is, uh, which would put pressure on Republicans to actually negotiate in good faith on the $1.9 trillion one, right? Scare the crap out of them. Anyway, now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world. Uh, House Democrats aren't giving up on their intention to investigate the uh, January 6th insurrection and are weighing a range of options, uh, even after the you know Senate Republicans blocked legislation on Friday. We talked about that. Uh, to create a special commission to investigate. Uh, in, a, in a call with the uh, House Democrats yesterday, House Speaker Pelosi offered four options, including continuing to push for a commission or keeping the investigation inside of a congressional committee. She hasn't stopped trying to establish an independent commission to investigate the attack and what led up to it and suggested that another Senate vote on, the, on a, a possible panel is still a viable option. Somehow, I doubt it, the Republicans are just going to block that one, too. Uh, Some lawmakers have called on President Biden to create a presidential commission to study the attacks in lieu of an independent commission. Uh, But Pelosi deemed this unworkable in uh, um, in the call with the House Democrats. And and I think she said it's because... It won't be bipartisan, so it won't it won't lack it won't have the punch as a bipartisan commission. Uh, other House Democrats uh, suggested Attorney General Merrick Garland uh, appoint a special prosecutor to probe the attacks, uh, though this was also not among the options Pelosi presented to the caucus. Uh, but I think the Merrick Garland thing is an, uh, is a good idea. I, I, I think a special uh, a special prosecutor. Uh, is, is good, so Republicans can ignore the findings of the special prosecutor as they do always when it uh, has found wrongdoing with Republicans. Moving on, President Biden called out Democratic Senators uh, Kristen Cinema uh, and uh, Joe uh, Manchin during a speech yesterday, insinuating that they align themselves more with Republicans than their own party which is sort of true, (laughs) Uh, and this while calling for Congress to take action on legislation to protect voting rights. Uh, While he didn't name them, you know, Sinema and um, uh, Manchin, while he didn't name them directly, Biden uh, indirectly referred to them, uh, he said, I hear all the folks on TV saying, why doesn't Biden get this done? Well, because Biden only has a majority of effectively four votes in the House and a tie in the Senate with two members of the Senate who vote with with my Republican friends. Set aside the fact that Joe Biden referred to himself in the third person, uh, which is really annoying. Peter Lawrence would never do that. Anyway. Uh, according to uh, 538, Sinema and Manchin have voted with the White House 100% of the time since Biden's inauguration. But the only reason that has happened is because behind the scenes they say they won't vote for something the way it is. So Dems have to change it before the vote happens. In other words, they would have voted against Democrats numerous times. So... 538 isn't exactly being uh, 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 using the whole truth there. 
uh, 538.com. I respect them, actually. 538.com does a lot of good work. The uh, Biden administration yesterday suspended oil and gas leases in Alaska's uh, Arctic National Wildlife uh, Refuge, reversing a uh, drilling program approved by the Trump administration and reviving a political fight over a remote region home to, you know, of course, polar bears and, you know, other wildlife. Uh, the <clears throat> the order by uh, Interior Secretary, Secretary Deb Holland follows a temporary moratorium on oil and gas lease uh, activities imposed by Biden uh, on his first day of office. Uh, Biden's January 20th executive order suggested a new environmental review was needed to address possible legal flaws and drilling program uh, approved by the Trump administration under the under a 2017 law enacted by Congress. Uh, The administration's action to suspend the leases comes after the officials uh, disappointed environmental groups last week by defending a Trump administration decision to approve a major oil project on Alaska's North Slope. Remember, that was the Willow Project. We talked about it. What was it, last week or something? Uh, And by the way, the the Trump administration, when it it approved these leases, uh, it did it in mid-January but didn't announce that he had done it to anyone until January 19th, the day before the inauguration. What a, what a scheming little... <laughs> Moving on. And speaking of Debbie Holland, Deb Holland, uh, the election in New Mexico, uh, we talked about yesterday, for Deb Holland's seat, uh, Democratic State Representative Melanie Stansbury has won the special election to represent the first congressional congressional district. Uh, Stansbury is a scientist who has served in the New Mexico State House since 2019, uh, defe- defeated Republican State Senator Mark Moores. Uh, the central New Mexico dis- district, which includes most of Albuquerque, was considered favorable ground for Democrats. Uh, the congressional seat has been in Democratic hands since 2009. Uh, the race garnered early voter turnout, more than 71,000 ballots, making up more than 15% of the registered voters in the district were in by the middle of last week. Registered Democrats had outpaced registered Republicans by more than two to one in early voting. Uh, Stansbury uh, won handily by like uh, 25 points. Uh, with more than uh, 60, she had more than 60% of the vote uh, over Moores, who only had 35.7%. Uh, um, Date of this recording, I mean, it, it could be varying by a few percentage points because they're still counting, I suppose. Uh, this gives just a little more edge for Democrats in the House, who have, of course, a shallow lead. Like we mentioned, like uh, uh, Biden mentioned, four votes. Now he has five votes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Texas Governor Greg Abbott, a Republican, threatened to veto funding for the state legislature uh, Monday after Democrats blocked the voting restriction bill brought by the GOP just minutes before the time expired to pass it. Uh, Abbott had uh, said he he would sign the bill into law, but State House Democrats prevented it from passing by walking out late Sunday and denying the Chamber of Quorum ahead of the midnight deadline. Uh, Defunding the legislature is unlikely to have that much of an effect on state lawmakers who only make like seven grand a year when not in session. 38,000 went in session. Uh, Meaning that most, I could live off of $38,000. I should move to Texas and be in the legislature. 
Yeah. Uh, meaning that most legislators uh, hold outside employment uh, when not in session. Uh, however, it, it, it will affect legislative staff who are paid through the legislative branch. Uh, the state constitution allows Abbott to veto uh, certain items and bills, giving him the power to remove the funding for the legislature in the state budget. budget. Uh, Abbott uh, tweeted on Monday, I will veto Article 10, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> let me do that again. I will veto Article 10 of the budget passed by the legislature. Article 10 funds the legislative branch. No pay for those who abandon their responsibilities. Stay tuned. Abbott also announced Monday in a separate statement that he will call a special session of the legislature to address the bill. Yeah, good luck with that. If your veto, if you veto funding for the legislature, exactly how will you get those who run the legislature into work? I mean, is this is is this a good example of cutting off your nose to spite your face? Is that is that is that a good example? I, I'm thinking it is. Uh, Senator Lindsey Graham, the uh, closeted South Carolinian, Carolinian, uh, you know, I say closeted, but. I have no clue. He could be completely straight. <laughs> he told Fox and Friends yesterday, Israel will ask the U.S. for $1 billion in additional emergency military aid this week. Uh, Israel officials say uh, the aid is needed to replenish the Iron Dome aerial defense system and to purchase munitions for the Israeli Air Force, uh, mainly precision-guided bombs. Uh, but several congressional Democrats have argued against providing additional weapons to Israel after at least 256 Palestinians were killed during last month's fighting in the Gaza Strip, uh, mainly by Israeli airstrikes, including, uh, what was it, 67 children, Palestinian children. Was it 67? I think it was 67. Uh, Israel Defense Ministry uh, uh, Minister Benny Gantz uh, will arrive in Washington tomorrow for talks with Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin and National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. Gantz's office said the aid request will be the focus of Gantz's visit. Russia-China, <clears throat> uh, Russia-China. <laughs> More Russia-China, Russia-China news. Uh, China, Russia-China, Russia, Russia-China. More Russian hacks. JBS, the world's largest meat supplier, was hit by cyber t uh, by cyber attack. Uh, yesterday, the Brazil-based JBS was forced to cease cattle slaughtering operations at 13 of its meat processing plants in the U.S., but the company said it had made significant progress in dealing with the cyber attack and expected the vast majority of its plants to be operating today. Uh, the ransomware attack posed a possible threat to the U.S. Uh, food supply, uh, JBS is the top beef producer in the U.S. and the number two producer of po pork and uh, poultry. <clears throat> uh, depending on how long the halt in operation continues, Americans can see prices rise in the meat aisle, you know, by a little bit maybe. Uh, JBS said in uh, a la uh, last night that it had made significant progress in resolving the issue and getting its systems back online. Uh, I, I do not buy much meat. Very rarely, because that's for rich people. Uh, anyway, JBS told the White House, uh, so is healthy vegetables. That's also for rich people. 
JBS told the White House that criminal, uh, a criminal group like, uh, likely based in Russia was responsible. Uh, and the FBI is leading the investigation and Biden administration officials are asking the Russian government for an explanation. Of course, this latest incident follows last month's ransomware attack on Colonial Pipeline that led to gas shortages on the uh, East Coast. Um, yeah, you know, Putin isn't making things better. And, and in fact, he's helping. Uh, he should be running around the country and uh, put it, uh, uh, putting these people under arrest. But he's not doing it. <clears throat> I think Biden should stiff Putin at the proposed meeting in Geneva. As far as I'm concerned, this is a prequel to a digital war that, that should be met with non-digital replies, if you know what I mean, uh, because it's just going to get worse. And I think, remember, you're the, uh, uh, who was it in the EU that said that a digital attack could, uh, 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 according to their constitution, uh, could be a call for a physical attack? in response, counterattack in response, uh, I think that could happen here if it keeps getting worse. China, Russia, China, Russia. More China, Russia news. Russia, China, China, Russia. <laughs> Malaysia says it will summon China's ambassador after 16 Chinese military aircraft flew over disputed waters off the eastern state of Sarawak, uh, fighter jets were scrambled to intercept the transport planes on Monday after detecting suspicious activity over the South China Sea. Uh, Malaysia's foreign ministry uh, described the maneuver as a serious threat to national sovereignty. Uh, China, however, said its aircraft had abided by international law. According to the uh, Malaysian Air Force, the Chinese aircraft were flying in tactical formation at about uh, 27,000 feet. Uh, and came within 60 nautical miles, uh, which is like uh, 70 miles, I think, right? Is that like 70, 68 miles, something like that, uh, off of uh, Sarawak, a Malaysian state on the island of Borneo. A statement said attempts to contact uh, them went unheeded. Uh, Malaysian fighter jets were then scrambled. Uh, Foreign Minister Hishamuddin Hussein said the planes had entered the country's maritime zone and that a complaint would be logged, uh, lodged with Beijing. He said the Chinese ambassador was being summoned to explain the breach of the Malaysian airspace and sovereignty. Uh, he said, uh, Malaysia stand is clear. Having friendly diplomatic relations with any countries does not mean that we will compromise our national security. Uh, and a statement from the Chinese embassy in Kuala Lumpur uh, played down the incident, saying uh, Chinese military aircraft enjoyed the freedom of overflight in the relevant airspace. During this training, the Chinese military aircraft strictly abided by the relevant international law and did not enter the territorial airspace of any other country. China and Malaysia are friendly neighbors, and China is willing to continue bilateral friendly consultations with Malaysia to jointly maintain regional peace and stability. Well written. Bunch of stuff that means nothing. Uh, Malaysia, the Philippines, uh, uh, Brunei, Taiwan, and Vietnam all contest China's claim to almost all of the South China Sea. Uh, tensions have increased in recent years. Uh, we've talked about this many times. Uh, I'm telling you, China and Russia 
are planning to take over waters from the Arctic near Norway all the way around the continent to the South China Sea. That would cover half of the world's ocean waterway, waterways above the Arctic Circle and the entire Western Pacific. This is a problem. This is a big problem if they get together and decide to protect each other's waters. Uh, uh, and which they don't own, actually, because it's international water. And this is why China wants Taiwan so badly. Uh, so they can cl uh, claim those waters, too. Uh, today, Iran's, uh, Iran's uh, largest naval pestle caught fire, vessel caught fire in the Gulf of Oman and sank. A fire broke out on the IS uh, Kark, uh, while the, uh, uh, Kark while the uh, ship was near Iran's uh, port of uh, Jask southeast of Tehran, according to the Iranian Navy. All crew members were able to flee the burning ship and were transferred to safety on the coast. Uh, the Kark was one of uh, uh, Navy's few ships capable of replenishing other ships at sea. Uh, the FARS uh, news agency reported all efforts to save the vessel were unsuccessful and it sank. Uh, the Kark was uh, being deployed uh, to international waters for training operations when one of its systems caught fire, according to the Iranian Navy. No cause for the blaze was given. And I wonder if we'll later learn this was an Israeli attack uh, requested by the U.S., which is highly possible. Um, Israel's opposition leader is closer to unseating Prime Minister Netanyahu, today and forming a new government after agreeing uh, terms with several parties, including one led by Defense Minister Benny Gantz, who's on his way to the uh, White House today or tomorrow. Tomorrow. Um, Lapid, a 57-year-old former TV host and author, has yet to clinch a deal with the main partner, nationalist uh, Naftali Bennett, who would serve as premier first under a proposed rotation between the two men. Uh, Lapid's uh, Yesh Atid party and Gantz's centrist blue and white said in a joint statement that they had agreed on the outlines of the government and core issues relating to the strengthening of democracy and Israeli society. Deals have also been reached with the left-wing Barrettes and central left labor parties, as well as with former Defense Minister Avigdor Lieberman's nationalist Yisrael Betenu party. Uh, the United Arab uh, List was also negotiating to join the coalition. If it does, it would be the first time in Israel's history that an independent Arab party becomes a member of the government. We should hear what happens today. Uh, uh, they are 10 hours ahead of us on the Pacific coast, which means that they have until 2 p.m. Pacific time or 5 p.m. Eastern to form the government. Because it's uh, midnight Israel time. They have until midnight Israel time to form the government. Here in California, you know, uh, we occasionally have problems with bears getting into neighborhoods and wreaking havoc. It happen happens sometimes. Uh, there's a video online you can watch right now where a bear grabs a, a young woman's dog. The, do the dogs are yapping at the bear. The bear's trying to protect her cubs. Anyway... The teenager, she runs over and pushes the bear off the fence it's climbing to save her dog that the bear has uh, uh, has grabbed. The bear drops the dog and she gets away with her dogs. But in China, it's a pretty awesome video, by the way. 
Um, but in China, they, they have maybe uh, worse problems with some wildlife. A herd of 15 wild elephants was approaching the city of Kuming, the capital of Southwest China, uh, Yunnan province today, defying attempts to redirect them after a journey of several hundred miles from the uh, forests to the south. The Asian elephants, which include three calves, originally lived in uh, a nature preserve, uh, according to the uh, official Xinhua, and has trekked for about 300 miles along highways and through fields of crops over the past months. Uh, they were within a few miles of the edges of uh, Kun, uh, Kunming, a city of some 8 million, uh, on the afternoon of June 2nd, according to state television uh, CCTV. Local governments in uh, Yunnan, which uh, borders Vietnam, Laos, and Myanmar, have used roadblocks and tons of food to try to shift the elephant's course over recent weeks while evacuating res uh, residential areas. Yeah, uh, we have bears in our trash cans. Can you imagine if, uh, you know, we had a few elephants going through the neighborhoods here, stepping on cars? <laughs> Uh, human remains, believed to date back more than 10,000 years, were found yards away from uh, Prince uh, Harry and Meghan Markle's California mansion. They were uncovered during a landscaping construction last week on a road next to the Royals' $15 million Montecito complex. Uh, preliminary, uh, preliminary findings from a forensic anthropologist brought in to assist the investigators indicate the bones could be from the Chumash people who lived in the area nearly 11,000 uh, years. Uh, for nearly 11,000 years. Uh, police reportedly are talking with the local Native American Commission to discuss what to do if the bones are confirmed to belong to an indigenous uh, person. So there you have it. Thanks for listening. How did I do today? I wasn't paying attention to the time. I wasn't watching. I wasn't even thinking about it. Uh, not too bad. Under 27 minutes. That's it. Thanks for listening. Man, I do appreciate you. Wednesday, June 2nd, 2021. Wednesday, June 2nd, 2021. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, like I said, truly appreciate you. Bring someone with you tomorrow if you can. Tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast. And I'll show up right at the top of the search. And tweet me questions. Tweet me questions or insights or fights. Come fight with me uh, at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. And remember... Always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.